Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Beach Dwight Mail podcast. You know what? It's time for another Beach Talk. I'm your host, Ken Kemp, the Beach Dwight Mail, and I'm so glad you're here. Just so you know, we're recording this on the day of the vice presidential debate. So much has happened since Beach Talk number five. So I just had to give Carla another call, and you know what? I caught her in. We talked about COVID at the White House. We talked about a band of Republicans who standing up against Trump. It's called the Lincoln Project. Carla checked in with Michelle Obama and learned some things about empathy. You know, all this positive thinking talk, well, it has a source. You know, Donald Trump's dad used to take young Donald to Norman Vincent Peale's church. We're hearing some of that these days. And then we're going to talk about an executive order that prohibits diversity training in all the federal government agencies. And of course, we're going to get to that vice presidential debate, Pence versus Harris. And you know what? Carla found out that Mayor Pete was Kamala Harris debate coach. You're going to want to hear this whole conversation. Okay, so let's get ourselves in the mood for a beach talk. A beach talk with Carla, the bleached blonde female. So take a deep breath. Close your eyes for a minute if you can and take it all in. Get the heart rate down. There's been so much anxiety producing news on those headlines and in that news feed. It's time to just relax a little bit. Find a safe space. Or you can talk about it. You can kind of let it go. Let it out. It's good for you. It's good for me. It's good for Carla. Let's see if we can catch her in. Hello? Carla, is that you? Hey, Ken, how are you? Carla, you know, I have been so anxious to talk to you. There's so much happening. I can't believe it. I know. It's amazing. It, it's just, uh, I mean, we, we have to somehow shut it down in the evening so we can get some sleep. And even our yeah. sleep is disturbed by all this crazy stuff going on. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I got a good night's sleep, had a good day with my daughter yesterday. So, yeah. And uh, meanwhile, where's my limeade? Well, let's, let's put that order in. And I need a Mai Tai. And uh, this time, I'm just going to take the double up front. I mean, I, I, this is just so, so insane, all this stuff hey, going on. Right. Hey, go for it. <laughs> but I love the breeze. I love pretending we're at the beach. It's, it's such a good... Good place to talk, you know, a safe isn't it, place. Isn't it, isn't it great? And for my introvert self, there aren't many people around and uh, can just watch the birds and listen to the waves lapping the shore. Yeah, that, yeah, and that we're, works. And we're able to, I mean, we're, we can kind of look at each other, but we can just kind of let our minds go as we're looking out at this fabulous scene, you know, with those it, with those mountains off in the distance across the water and the and, and and with the, the the palm trees swaying, you know, and and all the all the beauty around us, and it's just well, teeming with life. Well, yeah, and to remember too that there's a beautiful world out there beyond the latest tweet. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, <laughs> so well said. You know what? 
the opener of this uh, topic that we're going to cover is kind of hard because, um, you know, when I first got word, I, it, it came over as a news alert on my phone and I, my eyes about popped out of my head. Uh, the president tests positive for COVID. Yep. Uh, you know, I think the first thing we have to do, and and everybody is doing this, is express our hope that everybody gets better, um, that the our president is uh, that that he survives this and he st- he gets healthy again, and and same for all those people in the White House. I mean, even if it was a super spread event, super spreader event, you know, we hope that they all get better. You know, yeah. Kind of, with one caveat. I <laughs> good, guess, Ken, I'll be honest. Please um, do. Yeah, I have trouble feeling a lot of sympathy for him, and I don't wish him to pass. Mm. But the mm. people I feel sympathy toward are the innocent victims. I feel sympathy for Kellyanne Conway's daughter. Yeah. I feel sympathy yeah. for military aides that have been affected. How about the president of Notre Dame? Uh, Yeah, I feel sympathy for him. Although you would think that somebody with his education and stature, I would hope he'd have been wearing a mask. But yeah, I feel sympathy well, that, for that's him. Just a hard, that's the hard part, isn't it, Carla? That, that it, it we've is. been hearing this thing minimized, that it's no big deal, that it's just going to go away like magic, and that we're almost there, and, and we don't need to worry. We don't need to follow precautionary measures. Uh, and But then, wow, whammo. Well, yeah, and the fact, too, that uh, things... The information that's been coming out about the laxity of White House enforcement of mask Mm. wearing and Mm. social distancing. I mean, step back for a moment. This is the White House. It's the White White House House staff. And you where your local mom and pop store Mm. is enforcing healthy practices or your kid's school or your church or I don't and and the White House are they're just running around saying oh it's not a big deal and you know that all starts at the top therefore my quantity of sympathy for him is extremely limited oh you go Carla you go Carla and and um and then of course I mean even a hospital stay will not allow for uh, the absence of a photo op. We got to have a photo op. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And as somebody who has had government security personnel within their family, and, and uh, that's all I'll say about that, I feel so bad for those Secret Service agents. As somebody said, it's one thing to take a bullet for the president. It's quite another to take a bullet from the president. Wow. 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 I love that one, Carla. So, you know, I think you and I have been on the hunt for, we're, we're, we've been looking for some courageous Republicans who are willing to stand up and say enough is enough. And, yep. and we can't overlook this gang of former Republicans who are true blue Republicans. I mean, I mean, we know now that the Republican Party is no longer the Republican Party. It's, right. it's the party of Trump. They didn't even bother to put up, uh, what, what do you call it when you put your the platform? 
platform thing. They it's, didn't even. It's whatever Trump exactly. Says it is. It's a yeah, blank. It's yeah. a blank page. The only work, or the only thing that's on there is Donald J. Trump. You know, yeah, that's it. Right. That's the platform now. But yep. there's this there's this gang of Republicans who were very deeply involved in the Republican Party, supporting some of the most uh, highly respected Republicans in all of history who have now developed a thing they call the Lincoln Project. Oh, I, lo- I love those guys. Aren't they great? <laughs> they are. It started by, of all people, George Conway, Kellyanne, uh-huh. Kellyanne's husband. Oh, my right. gosh. George Conway and Steve Schmidt, Steve of Schmidt. course. The, and I think, uh, oh, I, John Weaver, I think. Yes. Anyway, all these really sharp former advisors who look at what's going on and their creativity and the people they hire to do these videos, I I would highly recommend um, everybody to check them out on Instagram. And uh, there was just a quick example of one I just looked at this morning. It's called Covida, and it shows <laughs> Trump on the balcony, like, and somebody with a oh, beautiful like, this voice. This is like Evita. It's like it's Evita. Like... <laughs> and Don't Cry For don't Me. Don't Cry For Me. Yeah, only she sings Don't Cry For Me, White House staffers. And <laughs> it is brilliant, and it's only like a minute long. Mm. And it, it it so and I could give many many examples, but I I want people to check them out for themselves because they're they're funny, they're creative, they're memorable, but there's also a deep anger and commitment to making things better behind them. There's a moral point of view, and I love that. Exactly. And, you know, so, some people have been, you know, asking the question, well, are you stooping to uh, Trumpian levels in, in these attacks? But, you know, what if you take time to watch these? And there there are now, I think, over 100 of these videos yeah. that are out there yeah. now, and they are yeah. so poignant and so powerful. Yes. And yes. and uh, I, I would say they're not mean spirited. Uh, they're just taking what the president has represented all these years and and holding up a mirror and saying, yes. okay, this is what this is what we have. Is this is what is this what we want for our future? Right, and and they're so creatively done that you know the expression "sticky." They like marketing people talk about they're like, sticky. They yes. stick in the mind. <laughs> yes, they do. I and love they're, that. They're short and they're creative because it's really easy to be cynical about yet another announcer and here's amber waves of grain and this person is going to do this or that. But these are are, are just so and and they're fun. They're fun. So anyway, everybody should check them out. And also, I contribute to the Lincoln Project, and a lot of other people do too. So. You know what? Me too. Me too. Very good. Yeah, I couldn't help myself. I thought, this is so good. I want this to keep going. Absolutely. And, and then, you know what? You heard something from uh, from the former first lady, Michelle Obama, that really struck you as powerful. Yeah, she has a new video up where she talks about what's going on and in in her straightforward wonderful way she gets it right down to families and mm-hmm. their suffering and she talks about quote the level of struggle and uncertainty that mm-hmm. many are dealing with and mm-hmm. it's a 
just a powerful reminder that there are hundreds of thousands. What they the death toll from COVID nineteen is now up to over two hundred and eleven thousand. Wow! And the human beings who loved and were loved. There's and a story like, in every one of those. And there's a story in every one of those. And even if you haven't lost somebody, maybe you've lost your job. I know that my own daughter was laid off from her job. And just, again, we keep going back to the idea of collateral, mm -hmm. people that have mm -hmm. had collateral damage. And it's easy to think about statistics, but there's profound suffering in this country in among families and from whether it's from the toll of racism or disease or economics uncertainty about school people are really struggling and it's important to remember that when we start feeling kind of snarky and making jokes about trump and sort of what's going on and chatter mm -hmm. chatter there mm -hmm. needs to be a deep empathy, I think, that settles over us as we look at all this. Yeah. Hey, and you know, uh, much of what we've been hearing from the top uh, here is coming from Norman Vincent Peale. Uh, you know, you probably remember that uh, Trump's father yeah, was a close, close friend. Yeah. And if yeah. if uh, if Trump ever did go to church in the early days, it, uh, he went to hear Dr. Dr. Peale. And it's all about the power of positive thinking. And, and uh, what a gloss over of now here boy have you heard about this one um the new executive order in which the president now has um has made diversity training um uh, he's canceled of diversity training in all the federal government agencies um, yeah, now I, they're, they're I, did you hear that yeah i heard about it but uh yeah fill me in more well there's a there's a whole list of prohibited words like oh. they call them offensive words and phrases like White privilege, critical race theory, intersectionality, systemic racism, racial unconscious bias, racial hum humility, you know, all of those things now. In fact, I, I actually talked to somebody who's in the government and what they're doing is they're doing word searches on all of the diversity training that has been going on across the country. And if they find those words, the uh, individuals, uh, you know, who, who were responsible for putting those words in the material are, are going to be subject to disciplinary me oh measures. That's Orwellian. Oh, my Think about goodness. it. Think about yeah. it. And here, here, you know, I, I couldn't help but take that one personally. I mean, I just saw it this last week or 10 days. And, uh, you know, you know me, Carla. I've been I've the last two years I've been immersing myself in these issues. Yeah. And it's been so rich. It's been I've made so many new friends. And I I've come to understand such a broad range of things that I didn't know before. And uh, and, and now. These are considered to be a threat to America, that you're un-American. You're part of a Marxist uh, a conspiracy to destroy this country. And uh, maybe you should find somewhere else to live. Those are the kinds of things we hear. It's, uh, it's the most blatant thing I'd ever seen. It's, un it's unbelievable. But I know, Ken, that you have been on this journey, and I know how it has changed you and... I guess all I can say is I, I think that there are 
better times to come. And mm. by golly, man, <laughs> you just keep on doing what you're doing because you are making perhaps maybe making life better for some people, building some some bridges and and just do doing a good thing. Mm. And 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 by the way, I can't imagine imagine being the person who's being paid to do word searches Think about on it. I, yeah, and you're and you're getting paid. It's like how can you live with yourself? Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I, I know. And and what's interesting, Carl, and thank you so much for saying those nice things. Um is the people that I've come to know who are you know, you know, who understand these these issues, which, you know, are are, are misunderstood by many, many people. Yeah. Uh, but I I've come to think of them as great Americans. These are the people who make America great for crying out yeah. loud. Yeah. And uh, and to shut this down in this cold and crass way. Um, well, you know what? Let's move to tonight's debate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes another debate with Mr. Pence and Kamala Harris. Well, what do you, what do you think, Carla? Well, it, it's interesting. I, I I think that it would be easy to underestimate Mike Pence. He's a skilled debater. He has the advantage over his boss of being able to string together coherent <laughs> sentences. But he he comes off as reasonable and affable. And I heard something the other day that was interesting that I didn't realize. He was a radio host before yes, he yes, went he into politics. That's right. And so the man can talk and he is going to try, I think, to go Kamala to be emotional and um, she needs um, to not be goaded. And mm. in this, she mm. has, I don't know if you know this, but uh, my man, uh, Mayor Pete, this is your guy. Judge, yes, my I, guy. I did hear has this. Been, has been standing in for Pence because, of course, how cool is that? Uh, from his Indiana days uh, as mayor of South Bend, hey, yeah, he and, I hadn't thought and of Governor that. Pence interacted. They're both and, Indiana Hoosiers. That's right. And um, so Pete pretended to be Pence. And Pete also, his superpower is discipline. And mm. he doesn't rattle easily. And mm. I hope that he passed that on to Kamala because she's she's going to need it. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's crazy, Carla. We, we haven't talked about this, but you and I both come out of a very kind of strong evangelical tradition. And, and there, there's a kind of patriarchalism there that's suspicious of a woman who is ambitious and who has accomplished much and who, who speaks with authority and has yes. cl a clear vision of where she's going. Um, uh, you know, there's some who've been like programmed to think that that is like a bad thing. Right. They're very threatened by it. That's that's right. And and yet at the same time, you know, in our own communities, we're seeing women, you know, uh, take powerful positions in all sorts of uh, areas, like in our Christian colleges and and, oh, and yeah. everywhere else. Uh, you know, we've got physicians, we've got we've got uh, fighter pilots. We got we got them all. You know, you would think people would say, well, you know, maybe those ideas are a little outdated. Yeah, just maybe you think. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so, but Kamala's gonna, she's gonna go for it. 
Yeah, she is. And I, and I think she'll, she'll be good. And above all, I, I, I want her to just speak the truth and to be able, I mean, she's a prosecutor after all. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. And to just ably refute a lot of what Pence comes up with. I think one area that she can hit, of course, he has chaired the White House Coronavirus Task Force. Mm. You forget Pence was in charge of that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's, uh, he's got a few questions to answer by golly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think she will absolutely dismantle him, um, on that score. (laughs) So let's just think about tonight. Uh, what, what are you going to do to get yourself ready for the debate? Um, well, I'm just going to make myself comfortable. I'm just, hey, just going to be limeade, another limeade, or do you, are you going um, for like a hot tea, or what do you what do you do? Maybe I don't know. Limeade is is too much sugar. Maybe coffee. I, I don't know. Although I shouldn't drink it too late, but I'll <laughs> I'll have have something. And meanwhile, will it be you with your mai tai, or will you have hey. like like uh, some? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll probably have a Single Cabernet. Uh, no, yeah. well, I won't go that strong. Uh, although I may have to later in the evening, but I'll probably have right. a, a little Cabernet there, uh, huh. and uh, Carolyn will have a Chardonnay, and okay. and we'll we'll try to like take deep breaths. We'll do our kind of meditation exercises prior to. And you know, I, I may. It was really interesting to me last time to watch my Twitter feed. I, I probably will have that handy because I've got some friends now that I kind of enjoy catching their uh, uh, their reactions in it's, real in real time. You know, that is so much fun. I remember when the Cubs were in the World Series not four long years ago. <laughs> um, I had some friends on social media that I was quote unquote watching along with. And yeah, that's a blast. You know, this is, I can't believe how fast the time goes, Carla, when, when you and I get to talking, um, but we got to wrap this up and I'm, I'm just realizing, oh my gosh, 29 days left until election day, November three. Yep. So you got some thoughts on that? I do. I think um, I feel cautiously optimistic. Uh, two quality polls that were taken after Trump went in the hospital. One has Biden up 14 percent, another 16 percent. Uh, swing states are looking good. Obviously, we all know that we have to work and uh, everybody has to vote. Don't get complacent. But Again, just have your plan to vote, get your friends to vote and uh, keep on keep on keeping on. And and we can do this. And you know what, Cara, the pace of news is just uh, unbelievable. It's like, uh, you you know, it's like the Audubon in Germany. You know, it's like we're just trying to hang on by the fingernails in our Mercedes screaming down the highway and so seven days from now you know we'll know more than we know today and and uh gosh this is beach talk number six well what do you think can i check in with you again next week we'll we'll do number seven yeah that that sounds great and there will um, no doubt there will be more news and uh yeah this is fun but hopefully we're 
so people are are listening and uh i i love being a part of this yeah me too i love it that you're a part of this too carla well listen you have a great day you uh you, you just stay calm and cool and collected during the debate tonight i'll try to do the same and we'll see you next week how does that sound sounds good ken take care have a great evening carla you too bye-bye hey, hey carla one more time Thank you for taking time to get on the beach with me and kind of unpack all the stuff that's going on. You know what? We're just about ready to go in and watch the vice presidential debate. And a week from now, we'll check in again. Let's see where we are in another week. Okay, that's a wrap for Beach Talk number six. There's one more thing I want you to be sure to catch. It's that Lincoln Project video called Covita. You'll find a link in our show notes, or you can just Google the Lincoln Project Covita, and it'll come right up on YouTube. Don't miss it. You know, as always, we're so glad to have you joining us on the Beach White Mail podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I love hearing from you. You can reach me directly at KenK at TheBeachWhiteMail.com. Come by the website, thebeachedwhitemail.com, and you can learn about the podcast. You'll find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on every podcast platform. Rate us. Give us a comment. Give us a like. Our community is growing. Tell a friend. And I want to say thank you to Ben Sound for today's soundtrack. And also, every time we do a beach talk, I'm grateful to the Beach Boys. So until next time, this is Ken Kemp. The beast white male saying, be strong, keep healthy, wear that mask, and stay curious. Bye-bye. Three, okay. two, one. Hello? Carla. Carla, is that you? Carla. I, oh, <laughs> start over. Just start over. Okay.